Imagine if you had to deal with a disease that was really a combination of Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's. That's right. 30,000 Americans have Huntington's, and we're talking about this fatal disease. And, and this, this is, is Chick to Chick. The thing that I really love about doing our podcast is not only are we giving out information, but I'm learning things mm -hmm. that I didn't know anything about. And you brought this to my attention. I didn't even know there was such a thing uh, called Huntington's disease. I don't know what it does, how it works, who it affects. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything. So I'm going to be learning a lot in this podcast and I'm looking forward to it. Well, I became a quick study because one of my dear friends has been experiencing it through her husband and she's gotten very candid lately. And I just felt like it is something we absolutely have to share. So right off the top, I just want to give you a few facts to tee up what Huntington's disease is. As I said before, there's uh, more than 30,000 Americans with this disease, but another 200,000 are at risk, and we'll get into why later. The symptoms sometimes don't show until your 40s or 50s. It's like a spasmatic involuntary movement, erratic behavior, mood swings, impulsiveness, and a lot more, because as you said in the beginning, it's a combination of some terrible diseases. And then there is a juvenile uh, point, uh, Huntington's does have a um, juvenile disease to it, and that's just absolutely awful because that's kids under the age of 20. Oh my. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, and there is genetic testing that can be done to determine those things and at pretty much any age. But joining us today is my dear friend, Amy Abbott. And Amy, I'm so happy that you're here to talk about this. I know it can be a tough topic, um, but you're here because you can give us kind of a crash course on Huntington's disease, right? Yes, unfortunately, I can. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is uh, in my husband's family and his grandmother and father and both of his siblings and my husband. Um, suffer from Huntington's disease. And like you said, it is genetic. Um, so my children have a 50-50 chance of also having the disease. And tell us exactly what it is. You know, in the beginning, Flora talked about Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia. I, you can't even imagine that all three of those things wrapped in one is this disease. I mean, is that pretty accurate? And ALS, you forgot that one. So yes, all of those in one. And that is a reason why it often gets misdiagnosed. It is so rare and doctors just don't encounter it often. So it can be undiagnosed as Parkinson's or Alzheimer's when it's actually a combination of all of those. I just can't even imagine. I mean, it would be tough enough to be dealing with symptoms of just Alzheimer's or just symptoms of dementia or just symptoms of Parkinson's or just ALS, as you pointed out, to be dealing with symptoms of all four of these diseases. I mean... I can't even understand that. I can't comprehend that. That just is unimaginable. And you mentioned that there is a family history. Are you real? Are you concerned about your kids and how this is going to impact them? Sure, absolutely. Um, but ultimately, it is their choice, and you cannot get the genetic test until you're 18. And um, you will have to see a genetic counselor first because the suicide rate is really high with. Oh. Um, a diagnosis like that. So 
And everyone has a different story. My daughter wanted to get tested uh, as early as possible. And I'll be honest, she tested negative. So that is a blessing. Um, But my son feels completely differently about that. And that's not on his radar right now. He's 18 and he is busy just being a high school senior. So um, again, it's their choice. You know, learning about whether your children can get tested or not is one thing, but I mean, they've grown up with this. They've grown up with this in in your household with Jody and with you being the caregiver. Um, So I want to know, how did Jody get treatment early on? Is it sort of a a standard, you know, one size fits all with this disease? How did that work? Oh, absolutely not. Um, We actually, if we think about it, he started being symptomatic in 2012. Um, but again, it's such a slow, gradual decline that you question yourself and you think, could it be HD or could it just be bad behavior? Um, so it really took an intervention from my friends um, once his behavior became really erratic to get him to go to a neurologist. And uh, also his brother committed suicide from Huntington's disease. So that was the turning point. For Jody to make that decision to go ahead and seek treatment with a neurologist. And then once we had that consultation, uh, he did some testing within the office and with his family history, that's all he needed. Um, Sometimes you have to get a blood test if you're not symptomatic, but uh, the neurologist was able to determine within the office that he was already showing signs. Now, something I know just before you ask that, I, I think this is really important to know when Jody got that diagnosis, when you as a couple, you got that diagnosis immediately, what were you told to do immediately? Uh, Move everything into his name. Uh, He owned a business and the doctor instantly said, um, you need to stop working, go ahead and apply for social security disability and uh, your decision-making and judgment and reasoning will become impacted by this. So go ahead and move everything into your wife's name. And she now needs to run everything and take everything over. You're making the hair stand up on my arms. I'm getting the chills just hearing you. I cannot, I'm just, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm speechless that this is going on, that I don't know anything about this. I've never heard about this. I want to know something. You're talking about your husband and what he's been going through. I want to know how this has impacted you and what are you going through and how has this changed your life? Oh, my. Well, (laughs) uh, (laughs) there are good days and there are bad days. I will be really honest. Um, There was a safety issue when he still lived at my house um, for my children and myself and for him. So that is why he now lives in an assisted living facility. So that was pretty traumatic for everyone. Um, My daughter and I are in therapy uh, currently still to this day, and he hasn't lived here in two years Um, it's a financial strain on our family because, uh, you can try to get long-term care insurance, but it's pretty impossible if Huntington's is already in your family. So they, they won't, uh, honor that. And so we pay out of pocket for Jody's care at an assisted living facility. And that's about $5,000 a month. I I just, I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry you're going through this. I'm so glad Mm -hmm. that you brought this to Mm -hmm. my attention. I'm so glad that we're doing this podcast to let other people know 
about this disease, how it affects people, how it affects spouses. I, I'm Carrie says you started up a Facebook page. Um, why did you do that? And, and what are you trying to accomplish with this Facebook page? Yes. And she and our mutual friend, Jen, um, started that Facebook page. And it really was to relieve the financial burden for our family. Um, there is not a lot of generational wealth with Huntington's disease families because their money goes to provide care for their loved one. So um, they put everything in motion and we started raising money. Last year, I held a walk for HDSA, which is the National Huntington's Disease Society, and raised over $20,000. But this year, when my financial burden became even worse, uh, the three of us decided we need to raise money to help my family. So uh, that's what we're going for now. And we're really just putting Jody's story out there to hopefully try to raise awareness. Um, that's ultimately our goal. And I think that we're doing a great job with it, Amy, because we have about, I don't know, 500 people following mm -hmm. us now. And it hasn't been that long. It's been six months, seven months, maybe, um, you know, and people will comment on it and they'll be so appreciative that you're sharing your story. Um, I should note, Jody was a drummer for the band Fuel, which is out of York, Pennsylvania. So Jody was an incredibly creative amazing, vibrant man, you know, and his story should be told. We, we really want to highlight who Jody is, but we also want to let people know what's happened with Jody. And our hearts go out to Amy all the time uh. about this. And I think that it is so beautiful, Amy. And we've said this to you before that you've opened yourself up and you've been vulnerable and candid because as much as the pain that you've had to endure and go through, you know, you really are making an impact on folks. And a lot of our friends uh, had no idea what was going on. So you, you brought that awareness way up much higher, wouldn't you say? I do. I do agree with that. And I would really advocate anyone going through this situation to tell people because people want to help. People want to be supportive. Um, I really tried to hide it for a long time. I was embarrassed about his behavior and about what my family was going through. And I mean, I just became exhausted. I couldn't do it anymore. And I really needed to rely on my friends and family to step in and help me. So, um, and the Facebook page is amazing. We have contacted people all over the world have contacted us and, um, you know, just started friendships and try to um, build a community, uh, just knowing that we're not all alone. Yeah, you're not alone, honey. No, you are not. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for telling your story, for being transparent, for being honest. And really, the best thing that we can do is to get your story out and to get your message out to mm -hmm. educate other people so they understand what is this disease? Because honestly, I didn't know anything about it. So thank you for teaching me something today. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I told you, this is, it's an unbelievable disease. It, it just tears down a person. It tears down a family. 
And we love Amy and we want nothing but love and support going to her. And that also means other people that are dealing with Huntington's disease, um, especially those who have younger children. Uh, the Facebook page that we started is Jody Has Huntington's. It's on Facebook and it's on Instagram. And every week we post something. But then you can also go to the Huntington's Disease Society of America if you want to find out more. Well, the best thing to do is to educate people mm -hmm. um, and to have people like your friend Amy come mm -hmm. on and just open up, open up. She has nothing to be ashamed mm -hmm. of. She has nothing to be embarrassed of. No. It's a disease just like any other disease, and we can only help mm -hmm. if we know more information. So um, we are, we we're happy to share this information with all of you today. And again, that Facebook page? Jody has Huntington's. All right, and we will be back next week to chirp about another topic. Thank you.